Love Podcast. I am so excited to dive in today. Today, we are starting a two-part series about vibration. Why does vibration matter? What is it? And what do we do about it? (laughs) So today, we'll be talking about our personal vibration, our individual energetic field. Why is it important to you? What it does for you? And how do you work with it? Next week, we'll be talking about vibration from the collective and the communal perspective. So it's going to be a good day. I'm excited. Let's dive in. We're going to start with the basics. What is personal vibration and how does it work? Vibration is the energetic quality or state of being in this case. It's the state of being of your personal energy field. So your vibration is comprised of many things, thoughts, feelings, influences from the outer world. This could be anything like circumstances, like you stubbed your toe, to, you know, astrology, numerology, the feng shui, the different energetics that are of the outer world. So all of those things influence our personal vibration. And we we are largely, but not 100%, We're largely in control of our personal vibration. I would say most of us at best have about a 90% influence, in my opinion. Perhaps ascended masters had or have 100% influence. Most of us humans have about 90% influence over our personal vibration. And that is when we are really on top of it. With outer influence having at least 10% sway, but you know, it could be more like 40%, 60%, 80% sway over our energetic field, just depending on our reaction to things, our intention, our um, attention to our vibrational well-being. So when we are not actively working with our vibration, we allow that outer influence to have a much greater sway than 10%. When we're actively working on our vibration, that's when the outer influence stays small. So when we're not actively working with our energy field, whether that's through energy work, thought work, emotional work, or physical work, then our energy field becomes more open to outside influence, which is not inherently a bad thing that our energy fields can be so open. Opening our field is what allows mediums like me to communicate with people in other realms. It's also what makes emotions contagious. So when you listen to a happy song and it makes you happier, it's because your energy field is able to be influenced by the song. But of course, we have to be mindful. Our personal energy fields are influenced by many things. So what are you consuming? Food, TV, music, news, anything that you are taking into your body, into your mind, has an influence on your vibrational field. What are you wearing? The colors we wear, the energy of the fabric or the garment itself has a vibration. The collective consciousness. If you're having a great day, but everyone else on your block got laid off from work, you're going to feel a little wonky. You don't even have to know that that's what's happening in order to be influenced by that energy around you. Also, Talking about the universe, astrology, numerology, feng shui, the planet and the universe that we live in has systems of energy. They all have purpose, flow, rhythm, patterns. They are divinely orchestrated systems. And whether we know about them or not, 
understand them or not, believe in them or not, the energy is influencing us. And again, this is not inherently a bad thing. It's not inherently a good thing, but it is something to be aware of, to have a conceptual understanding of how the outside world can influence your personal vibrational energy field. So that's the overview. Your personal vibrational field is made up of your thoughts, feelings, your physical form, etc. It's also influenced by outside factors. And the amount of influence it has, the outside world, that is up to you and your intention and your attention. All right, now let's talk about why it matters. Number one, and before we get to the deep stuff, we're just going to keep it simple with number one. But let me just say, vibration is a felt experience. When our vibration is high, we feel good. When our vibration is low, we do not feel good. <laughs> so that, for me, that's reason enough for vibration to matter. It's just that, that we feel it. It changes our experience of life by determining how we feel. Okay, second reason why vibration matters. And this is a doozy, y'all. Co-creation and manifestation. Remember I said that our vibration is open to influence. It is also an influencer. It has a resonance, a state of being. It is from our vibrational state of being that we both create and attract, that we live in the divine flow. And we use the term channel for people and for artists, right? People will say, I channeled that painting or it came through me. Well, let's also look at a channel as a TV channel or a radio station. Your vibrational state of being is the type of channel that you are in that moment. So if you are vibrating an FM radio station, FM radio station material can come through really easily. AM radio station content is a lot less likely to come through. And I'm not using the term definite here, and I'm, I'm saying less likely, because we all know that there's karma, that there are other people's free will. There are a lot of things that happen in our life that we do not attract or create. So that's why I'm not being definite about if you're tuned to an FM station, then AM station stuff can't come in. Of course it can. But in general, from a day-to-day, moment-to-moment perspective, your vibration sets the TV channel that you're watching. If you're vibrating possibility and miraculous receiving, you're way more likely to get the unexpected phone call or to find the money on the sidewalk. If you're vibrating despair and disconnectedness, you're way more likely to walk past people you could have connected with, perhaps were even meant to connect with, but you missed it because your vibration was too low to be in alignment with your highest good. So while vibration is not the the sole determining factor of our life, it is a very important factor. And next week, we'll talk more about collective vibration, of which you and your, vi- you and your vibration do play a part. Um, but again, today we're focusing on individual, your personal energy field. So think back to what we all learned from Abraham Esther Hicks, that to manifest something, we have to think and feel, specifically feel as if we already have it. That's because of vibration. 
if we want to welcome something into our life, we have to be on the right channel. If we want to watch Grey's Anatomy, we can't be on ESPN. The same goes with vibration. Our vibrational field is largely influenced by our thoughts and feelings. To manifest whatever it is you want to manifest, your vibrational field has to be in alignment with that manifestation's vibration. Otherwise, it's like you're at a soda machine and you're pressing the button for Dr. Pepper, but hoping that you're going to get Coke. Does that make sense? You have to be in alignment with what you want. You have to vibrationally line up with what you are wanting to do, be, have, and create. All right, let me recap the first two reasons why vibration matters. Number one, because we feel it. Our vibration determines our experience of life. Number two, it plays a large role in our co-creation and manifestation. Number three, it's how we connect with spirit. This is a big one. Have you ever noticed how much you feel connected to spirit when you're outside? There are lots of people that go outside to do yoga or go on long hikes, and they will say that they had an experience of God while they were outside. That is not a coincidence. We have a greater connection to spirit outside because of the Earth's energetic frequency. When we go outside, we are more likely to be grounded and often the vibrational influence we have inside from clutter, from screens, etc., that influence leaves our vibrational field. So our personal vibrational energy field literally becomes less cluttered when we go outside. Because there aren't as many outside influences on our vibrational field, it's easier for our main influence to be that of spirit. Oh, this is so tricky. I want to give you an image and then I want to give you a second image because <laughs> I just said cluttered. So I'm going off my notes for a little bit. Think of your field as being more of a square or a circle or, or a sphere. I just did that wrong. I gave you square and circle, which are two-dimensional objects. I'm trying to give you a three-dimensional object. So think of it as being a block or a sphere rather than a square or a circle. And the reason why is, yes, there's the vertical influence of, like, the vibrational frequency goes up and then it goes up and it goes down and then you go down. So it, it does work kind of like a ladder where there's up and down, but there's also capacity. And so you'll, you will have some energy that is really high, that's feeling really hopeful. And then at the same time, you'll have some other energy that's feeling a little overwhelmed or a little stressed or a little cluttered from screen time, whatever it is. So when you're imagining your vibrational field, imagine it as a three-dimensional object that has much capacity. I'm about to give you an image about a ladder that's more up and down which is helpful when we're talking about communicating with spirit. But when we're talking about your vibrational field at large, just know that it's, it's more nuanced than just being an up and down scale. There's room for a lot of influence. Your vibrational field can hold a lot. It can hold the hope that you have for your business, for your kids, for your whatever, while also having 
any sadness or stress that you have for something else, family members, work, whatever. It can hold all of that at the same time. It's not one point on an X or Y axis, if that makes sense. Okay, so I was telling you that your vibrational field is important because that's how we connect with spirit. And that when we go outside, our vibrational field tends to get decluttered. Plus, we get grounded. Now I'm going to talk about thinking of the vibration as a ladder or as an up and down scale. We tend to have a lower vibration than spirit because we are in physical form and our matter is more localized. Plus we're down here in all the stuff. Spirit has a higher vibration because they are more connected with source energy. There's less distance or separation or illusion from source. Because in spirit, they're not dealing with the human ego and the belief systems and the, you know, the drama. So in general, humans have a lower vibration than spiritual beings that are not in physical form. In order to connect with spirit, we need to raise our vibration to try to meet non-physical form. And just to be clear, spirits can lower their vibration. They can and they do. So just because we're depressed does not mean that spirit is not with us. It just means we have a hard time connecting with spirit. Just like earlier I said, the low vibration person might walk right past the person they were supposed to meet. Our highest good can be right in front of us and we can miss it if we're not in alignment in that moment. Which that's not a doom and gloom statement. Spirit will always be there. There is no opportunity that will not come back for you when you're ready. So don't panic about your vibration needing to always be pristine and amazing and super high. Because that's, that's not realistic, nor what I'm saying. But if you're wanting to manifest or you're wanting to connect with spirit, then vibration does matter. Okay, so spirit lowers their vibration in order to communicate with us, but the more we can meet them halfway, the better and easier the communication will be. So that's the third reason your vibration matters. It affects your ability to communicate with spirit. That might be your angels and guides, it might be your loved ones, it might be your own highest self. But regardless of the type of energy you're trying to connect to, your vibrational state of being matters for the quality of your connection. Wow, I've said a lot of things. <laughs> okay, so I've explained what vibration is, how it works, and why it matters. Now, let's talk about how to work with it, how to create the vibrational state of being that you desire to create. There are obviously lots of ways to impact your vibration, and let's start with the common spiritual approaches. Meditation, essential oils, breath work, prayer, gemstones, um, all of these are helpful. Some people, yeah, all of these are helpful. I'm, I'm going to say more about all of them in a minute. <laughs> but those are like the most common kind of woo-woo approaches or spiritual approaches to shifting your energy field is to work with an outside tool like gemstones, essential oils, or prayer meditation and something like breath work. And breath work also segues to physical ways to affect your vibration. So aside from breath work, yoga, cardio, relaxing, walking at a slow pace, taking a bath, those physical rituals or practices are also ways of 
either decluttering your vibration, raising your vibration, etc. And then there's like mindset or well-being approaches. So this could be thought work. Um, if you don't, I'm, I don't, I'm going to make a note to write the episode in here. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. I have a previous episode all about thought work. Um, the one I think about not shooting on yourself and why should is so detrimental, all of that. So if you want to learn more about thought work, there will be a link in the show notes to a previous episode. But thought work is an important way of working on your vibrational field. Emotional clearing. Journaling till you have an aha moment. All of these ways can help you with your vibration. And we are all more sensitive to some than others. So I know people that have to exercise. I mean, they have to. If they don't, their chemical balance gets thrown off and they get thrown into depression. Now, that's not me. <laughs> I like exercise. It's good for me, both my body and my vibration, right? It's good. But I don't need it the way others do. Sort of like a love language. And I know some people who are super sensitive to oils and gemstones. They love working with those elements. And those elements have very specific, specific vibrations and they create rituals and practices. And if that's you, go for it. Personally, I respond really well to meditation, though I rarely take advantage of that option. Um, my favorite vibration shifter is outdoor walking. I love to leave my desk and go outside for a walk, even if it's raining. Sometimes I talk to friends or I listen to music. Sometimes I'm quiet and I just connect with nature. Obviously, some of those behaviors are more effective than others. Being quiet and connecting with nature has a very different effect than when I'm talking to friends. But any sort of walk outside is more helpful for me than choosing to stay inside and continue to sit at my desk and work. So your vibration is largely up to you. Just like how we raise it is different for all of us, how we are influenced is different for all of us. So personally, I cannot watch scary movies, and I definitely cannot watch violent movies. That affects my vibration for a long time. It takes me a lot of effort to course correct after I've exposed myself to that sort of material. Some people can brush that off in minutes. It's like no big deal. They left the movie theater and it's over. No big deal. For me, it's a very big deal. So I can usually handle, one thing I can handle is I can handle other people kind of complaining or being judgmental. It does bring me down for a little bit, you know, like listening to other people complain, but I, I pretty quickly can jump to a place of compassion and then just dust it off, right? Other people get really bogged down when they're around people who complain or voice their judgment. So again, it's this idea of knowing how different things affect you and understanding that we all respond differently. There is no one-size-fits-all approach to vibration. So notice what works and what doesn't for you. Then learn to take care of yourself. And remember, it's a partnership, both with spirit and with the world around us. Be open to influence. Don't be the only person creating goodness in your life. But be mindful. Don't allow everybody and everything to have control over your vibration because that's a recipe for disaster. So this is all about discernment and practicing and learning about yourself. 
So I hope this was helpful, our day one of Vibration and Why It Matters. I feel like we covered a lot in a short amount of time. And if you didn't learn anything, hopefully you at least got some good reminders. Next week, we will be talking about the collective vibrational experience. So stay tuned. In the meantime, if you want to work on your vibration, I invite you to join me on my 40-day journey or check out my free grounding meditation that will improve your vibration and get you aligned with your higher self. Links to both are in the show notes, www.amyhagman.love forward slash 40 days or forward slash grounding meditation. So have a great day, loves. Talk to you next, talks, <laughs> talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.